Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like bro, but he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, all right, here we go, Tuesday, Tuesday action, Tuesday edition of the Taz Show. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, joining the show here for the next couple hours. Going to talk a lot of Raw and uh, some other fun stuff. Obviously, hot phone lines. We'll get into that in a second. And uh, basically do my thing here. I'll have a, you know, our weekly segment, PW Insider. Mike Johnson will be on the show a little later on. We'll have Mike here, obviously. we actually on the Skype. He will not be here in studio. One day we got to get him in studio. Show, uh, but I know a lot of people are already calling the show. A lot of thoughts off of a Raw that had a very uh, awesome main event. And I will discuss that here. Also, I want to thank everybody who's watching live right now at uh, TazShow.com. Thank you for that. Maybe you're listening live on the Radio.com app. That's really cool if you're doing that. Thank you. Hopefully the app's working properly. Yes, there were some issues. Well, maybe you're checking out the Audio On Demand, the podcast version of the show at uh, Spotify or iTunes or TuneIn or Play.it. So if you're doing any of those, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And if you're on the gimmick chat, man, there's a lot of places to really pull the show in. You're doing that at TazShow.com where you can watch there and you can be um, interacting with each other. So you can very simply log in there with many of your social media accounts. It's a very simple, simple deal. And speaking of simple, it's a very simple process to call the show. It's very easy. If you want to call the show and discuss some items like Raw last night or other things, you can attempt to call the show. It's no problem. Like I said, it's easy. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. So... We saw a uh, Raw that um, I thought was okay. I thought it was saved, in my opinion. I don't know what um, people, you people, I don't know what people are saying, but I think the main event saved it from being not a disaster. It wasn't like the show was a disaster without the main event. It was okay. It was, it was fair to Midland. You know, it wasn't like, you know, an amazing show. Um, I, I, I liked the first segment, you know, with, with, the, um, with the ladies. Um, I thought that was okay. Um, I didn't like the fact that Kurt Angle wasn't in the ring. Okay, I mean, I, I, but I did like the segment. I, I don't like the fact that Dean Ambrose called Kurt Angle on the phone during a segment later on to set up a number one contender's IC title match. And then we see Kurt later on. So I don't know if Kurt was late to the building or if he had a flight issue. I don't know what happened. It was weird that he was there and he wasn't. He should have been in segment one, just the, in the creative, the writing of it, in my opinion. It felt a little bit of a disconnect there that you have, like, just right at the top of the show. Just, again, I, I, it, it's only a gripe on the segment without that power figure, someone of power. You know, uh, where you have all these females in the ring, Alexa Bliss does this coronation for herself, in essence, 
and all these baby faces, these females are around her. Alexa Bliss, I think, went to another level last night in her promo work, by the way. I thought she was awesome. I thought her, her everything about her delivery, her inflection, her style, her sarcasm, the bitchy heel thing, great job. Great job to that young lady. And all the other females around her, they all were great. Okay? I just feel... <sighs> Why would these girls, I understand that one of the girls made reference to, it might have been Alexis saying, I told Kurt, I asked Kurt Angle to have you guys all come out here or something like that, so that they were reluctantly there, the girls. But I think you need Kurt there, or Kurt on camera, or Kurt backstage, or Michael Cole to say it. I don't think Cole said it. I don't think that it was, that part of it was handled right. It felt like a little bit of a disconnect to me. Dennis, did you feel that or from a fan's perspective or not really? I mean, how did it feel? Timber! Uh, not at first because you didn't know the show, but once Dean Ambrose called him, you're like, all right, Kurt's not here today. But that Fine. was later. I'm talking about the first segment. You don't think the, that Kurt was needed there? No, because uh, as you said, Alexa, what she did on the mic was awesome. She is that. such a great heel. I don't think you need Kurt to – because you had enough baby faces there between Bailey. Sasha, and then she even went after Mickey, where you didn't need Kurt to like step in and, and be. No, no, you missed my point, and I, and if you're missing my point, then there's a good chance somebody audience is missing my point. Okay. My point is this: you need an authority figure there to navigate what's going on or explain why these baby faces are there. That they, in my opinion, because otherwise, why would they go to the ring? Just because Kurt told them, well, if it's that big of a deal. That this girl's be the first ever woman. They made a big deal of it. It is a big deal by being partially sarcastic. If it's that big of a deal, she's won the SmackDown Women's title and she's won a woman, the Raw Women's title, which is cool and it's great and good for her and well deserved. Why wouldn't your general manager be there? Okay. It's not a knock on Kurt. I'm just saying it kind of galvanizes the segment and makes it even more important that this is such a big deal. Even though this girl's a heel, okay, and she's hated by all the other girls, Alexa Bliss, in character, I'm speaking. Then Kurt Angle, creatively, they should have written Kurt in that segment. He needs to be in that segment. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Okay, because they, the WWE, have trained people like me, and maybe a lot of you, the audience, that we are going to get over an abundance of authority figures on these shows for a long time. So we've seen this with Triple H. We've seen this with, with Vince McMahon. We've seen this with Stephanie McMahon. We've seen this with, with Dean Amber, uh, with... Um, What's his name with the beard? Daniel Bryan. We've seen this with Shane McMahon. We've seen it with all these guys and girls. We've seen this for, for a long time. And so now you're going to do a coronation, which is fine. Well-deserved to this girl. Why is there no one of authority or power there to galvanize this for me and to, to protect those baby faces that that's why those girls are there? Does it make more sense now that I explained it like that to you? It does make sense. I think... I interpreted it as more of like Alexa doing it sarcastically. Like I didn't, I didn't look at it as a coronation as much as like a. They hey, called, I they just called wanna... it a coronation, correct? They did, yes. Okay, I, so that's why I'm using that word. I looked at it as more of an opportunity for her to dress down. Like, sir, sir, I, I'm. This is not an argument. I don't want to argue. No, I really don't want to argue. I and I don't want to be. Please give me a two shot here, okay? I'm, I'm having a conversation with your friend here, Anthony. Okay, so I, I, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to do here, is I, I'm just I'm not trying to convince you. I'm not trying to argue. Okay, you understand me? I do. I, I, I you seem like you're losing your cool a little bit. It's okay. What I'm trying to tell you or explain to you is, 
if you're gonna how many baby faces were there Dennis? Five, five girls, four girls? It was Nia Jackson. There was it was six. Sasha six girls. Sasha, Nia. Well, they weren't all no. ba- they were not all baby faces. There was eight total. Oh my god. But they weren't all baby faces because Emma was there. I don't I don't remember who the hell was. There was a bunch of them. Was Emma, Sasha, Nia, Nia uh, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Mickey James. Five, Bailey. Six. Okay, so what half and of Alicia baby Fox. Fox. Alicia Fox. Whatever. Let's say half a baby face. Regardless, they're all out there. You gotta have Kurt on the stage, backstage on the Tron, in the ring, start the show with Kurt, something. Where Kurt introduces. The all the girls are in the ring already. And then she he introduces the new SmackDown champ, and here comes Alessa, Alexa. And now Kurt can navigate. Once they start getting crazy, now he could bail out of the ring and make the match or whatever, because it was supposed to be they were going to be the tag match later. Remember they said that? Correct, yes. And then it ended up being impromptu eight-woman tag, I think it was, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So now Kurt, if he's ringside there, I don't know what the backstory is. I don't read all the dirt sheets like you and all that stuff. I don't read what all the stooges say. I don't do that. But maybe Kurt was late to the building. Maybe he had a, a travel issue. That's not like Kurt to be late, but... Maybe he had a travel issue. Maybe he was busy backstage doing something else that they were having him tape. I don't know. I just thought that was weird that he wasn't there. I'm not saying I did not like the segment. I'm not being picky. Well, I am being picky. Actually, yes, I am being picky. Yes, I actually am being picky. I'm just saying I do think that it would have really made it better to, to, to lock everything in for me if someone of power was there, like a Kurt Angle. And the guy was in the building because he came out later on. I, I also mentioned Kurt, like I said earlier. I don't like the fact that Dean, while he was in the ring with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor and, and The Miz, that Dean goes on the phone and he calls Kurt. And, and there was an opportunity for Kurt, to, for, for Dean to say, you know, talking to, he's talking to no one, obviously, but just to say, all right, you're, late, you're running late to the building? Okay, great. You want, me to do, you want me to do a number one contenders match? You want me to tell him that? I mean, something like that, I guess, you know, would have been a little better. You know, I mean, again, I'm being a little nitpicky, but you know what? I mean... I'm, I told you, I'm not the guy who's going to uh, who's gonna nitpick for, like, look like I said yesterday. Look, oh, they pulled, they had the, the ambulance fall over and they had a cable. Look, you could see the ropes. I don't care about that stuff. And, and even, like, botched spots. Like, I don't care about that either. I got to be honest. And that's another topic I want to just bring up before I, in my opening monologue here. <clears throat> Is that some folks are thinking I got several people message me. I know when I came in, you and I were talking about it, Dennis. Um, so you had a question and something. It was something with Seth Rollins last night, and it, it, which I thought was an excellent main event with Finn, where Seth did a springboard crossbody to um, Finn Balor, and it looked like you know it was as some would call a botch, you know, which I you know I don't know if I'd use that word. It, it was. I think a couple of things go on when people think this. A couple of th- things is this. Okay, people I think assume that in a wrestling match that everything needs to go perfect from a physical standpoint. And that's not true. And it doesn't need to go perfect. And you know what? To be frank, it shouldn't go perfect. As long as everyone's safe, that's all that matters. So there are a lot of botched spots where, even though they're botchy, doesn't mean they're dangerous. Now this one eh, could have been potentially dangerous. When someone's in midair, that's the size of Seth Rollins, and you could see the, the... there might have been a slight miscommunication or a little confusion of what was going to happen. It looked like when Seth did the springboard, maybe he was coming at Finn for like a clothesline or maybe a, a flying forearm, like a, like an AJ Styles type thing. 
ended up being a crossbody. I think Seth was offline a teeny bit, and Finn, to his credit, tried to turn to catch him and really got grazed. He didn't catch him all the way because they weren't lined up in the proper line of fire for an attack like that with a springboard crossbody, to be honest. Do I think it was horrible? Absolutely not. I don't. And when I, my point in this whole thing is th this is not a choreographed physical act. What you watch, what you people watch when you see a wrestling match, and it shouldn't be. In real fights, in MMA, boxing, whatever, martial arts, anything, it, 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 you know, things are not always perfect. And you have to kind of think of that when you watch a pro wrestling match in any company, not just WWE. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't. I, I, it, it's a physical, you know, game here. And one little timing bit off could be, you know, could, could change the spot. It's just the way it goes. My timing, I broke my neck against Scorpio and uh, Dean Malenko many years ago in Fort Lauderdale. Ah, it was a spike pile driver. It was my fault. My timing was off on when I should have protected myself landing on my head. And my timing was off for literally about a tenth of a second on what I did. It was my mistake. And next thing you know, I'm out nine months with a broken neck. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that simple. You know, that was a botch. That was my fault. And someone got hurt, and it was me. So, uh, you know, I'm lucky I was walking. But but I digress. So the thing is this. <clears throat> These, the, any, I, I'm not a fan of, I actually think that in pro wrestling matches, when stuff looks too smooth and it, it looks like uh just i have no problem with high spots i love high spots but when everything's just too smooth and it looks like a video game i'm not a fan of that that's what i don't like i like a fight okay i like a fight um and that's no knock on like anybody like if you watch an awesome like lucha style match a lot of times you won't see any botched spots it's super smooth and i, I love that too that's fine I think I like more of an edge in a match. I, I like when things don't go perfect. As an announcer, you like it too. It feels more realistic. And and to be honest with you, like that particular spot right there, like no one cares. Like in WWE, like backstage, like that's like, that's not a big deal. That springboard, like right, the, the timing goes off a little bit. No problem. Everybody's safe. Let's move on. No problem. That's how it goes. It's like no big deal. You know, it doesn't always have to be perfect. You know what I mean? Dennis, you and I were talking about this before the show, and I was trying to give, just give you some insight on that, right? And I'm sure it was a little bit of a, you know, kind of a quasi-learning lesson for you, correct? Oh, absolutely. It was, uh, you did a good job of l letting me peek, but not go anywhere near. But you explained, you're like, you, you know, things happen. It's not, right. the, the video game was a, was a great analogy. You can't, it, you know, it's not this is, it's a lot. Injuries happen in in any sport to think <laughs> things happen you know you said Seth Rollins is a big guy he's jumping in the air yeah he might have what, what did you call it the it's just it's the, the, there's a certain the line. line of fire I don't yeah. like to get into too much detail about that on the show here but there are certain things you do in the ring without I'm, I mean I pull back the current a lot here unfortunately I, I I'm not gonna pull it back this far I watched the spot and I saw exactly not to say it like this because I don't it's not a big deal I don't want to say I saw what went wrong, but I saw why the spot wasn't perfect, and it really it happens all the time. And it's not a big deal what happened. I know a lot of you guys are going to tweet me and say, "Listen, you're going to try and look for it now. You're going to rewind it, and that's fine. Have fun with it. Go for it." 
And there are things... I know a lot of people think that these spots, all these moves that guys do are choreographed before the show. And that's not true. Uh, That's not true. (laughs) Especially guys to the level of Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. That's totally not true. I mean, yeah, they'll they'll discuss the finish of the match. They'll make sure logistically everybody's in the right spot. But otherwise, the, the, the basic bulk of the match is, you know, a lot of it is, is a, a lot of it's ad lib. Not all of it, a lot of it. A lot. Trust me. You know, so, but I, I do, I'm not discrediting this match, by the way. I, I love the match. I thought it was great. Big fan of the match. I thought Miz uh, winning surprised a lot of people. I, I thought Miz's performance was very cool and very good in the match. But, um, I, 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 my only problem with Miz winning is that now we have, you know, and I'll get into this in a little while, we have Miz and, and uh, Dean Ambrose. Again, we had him on SmackDown, a steady diet of it. Now we got him on Raw, right? So that's a little bit annoying, to be honest. Um, Chris Lent, at Lentos1551, says on the Twitter, Raw main event, too many high spots, near falls, or lack of believability, or just a great match with hard workers. I'm going to go with choice two on that, Chris. Okay, I, uh, I I appreciate that kind of a tweet because you're giving both sides of of the of the deal. Um, some folks, some old school folks, real old school folks. I mean, I consider myself a little old school, but I, I try to have a good you know uh, ingredients in me of new school. Um, but um, I do think that I I don't think there were too many high spots. I think that it was a, a main event. It felt like a main event. Michael Cole did a great job of making it feel like a very important main event. Um, the talent worked very hard, and I thought they had an excellent, excellent, excellent match. Again, I don't know if I would have went with Miz winning. That's not a knock on Miz, only because of the Miz Dean Ambrose stuff. I just think that's kind of you know been there, done that. Like it feels like forever. So um, I, you know, now we're gonna get that again. And and the other thing that's interesting, <clears throat> and I'll talk about this in a little while also, is the whole Universal Title picture. So that's something that needs to be discussed, you know. So uh, that'll happen in this show too. Uh, a lot of people calling the show already. I'm going to get to the phones here kind of early because this is going to be a very, uh, <clears throat> a very, very busy show here. So uh, we got Mike Johnson coming up in a little while. Christian in Texas, you're on the Taz show. What's up, buddy? Hey, Taz, how you doing? Good, pal. Talk to me. All right. Um, before I get my uh, off the hook, yeah, I got to ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. What What the Seahawks had, dude? I thought you were a uh... Uh, I thought you were a Buffalo, a Buffalo Bills fan. I am a Buffalo Bills fan, Christian. And here's the thing. If you pay attention, sir, to the Taz show, you will understand that my uh, NFC team is the Seattle Seahawks. And they've been mm-hmm. that for quite some time. Yes, this is true. These are true statements. Dennis, can you confirm this? Confirmed. Thank you. And so that's number one. Okay, number two, I at times can wear other uh, football and baseball teams' uh, gear uh, as I'm a logo fan, okay, of many different sports logos, doesn't mean that I'm not one of these guys that's, oh, my God, now I, you'll never see me in a Patriot, anything Patriot. I will never, ever wear anything in my life Patriot. That I, I can you. promise. Did he take the balls and order it's, the equipment guy to alter them? That's not happening. You will not see me wear that. You will not see me wearing a Philadelphia Phillies anything. You will not see me wearing a Florida Marlins or a Washington Nationals anything. You might see me at once in a while wear a San Francisco Giant hat or maybe a, a Padres hat or a Dodgers hat. You might see me wear a, yeah. So, yeah, that's really the deal. So are we good now on this? 
sure. Okay. okay. I didn't right. know. I'm sorry. No, no, you know, sir. It's fine. My bad. How can I help you? Okay. Uh, for my off the hooks, I'll have the Dallas Cowboys versus um, your Buffalo Bills. Test one, two. So those are the logos. One, two. Boom. Right there, you're going to star the Cowboys. Which is, Cowboys have a very cool, simple logo, but it's traditional yep. against my Bills. Which Bills, sir? Are we going old school Bill logo or new school? Um, I say new uh, new school. I gotcha. Confused you on that one. Okay, I like the old school Bills logo, but continue. And your number two. Um, Texas Longhorns, because I used to live in Austin for a little while. I love their versus, logo. Yes. Yeah. And versus Jim Ross's Oklahoma Sooners. Wow, you, you're a Texas guy. You're going to put over OU. Interesting, interesting. You like the interlocking OU or the Sooner with the stagecoach Jones? Um, for I guess for good old JR's sake, I'll go for the um, the Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner, but you didn't answer the question, sir. Are you going with the stagecoach or the interlocking OU? Because those are the difference. Which, like, oh. which one? Oh. I'm, I, I'm just confused. Like, which one? Say again. OU. 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 So not the so with the not the horse with the stagecoach. No, no, no. Got it. Okay. I'm not a big, I'm not a big Oklahoma fan. I'm a Longhorn guy. Yeah, I'm surprised you mentioned it. All right, what else you got? And um, oh, oh come on, sir, a... sir, are these written down, please? No. Are they written down? No. Uh, for no. No. Did you write them down? No, I did. What do you mean no? Wait, you said yeah, no, or yes? No, no. No. I didn't. Why? Um. Yeah. Why did I, you write them, sir? Please. Why? I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still new. No. No, you're not new to the show. No, I say I'm yes. new. Yes. No. What? I say I'm new to off the hook. Oh, hold on. Let me get this straight. Wait a second. So you come out, you come at me because I'm not wearing a Bills hat, and you didn't understand that I'm an NFC Seahawks fan, and now you are on the fly booking your sports logos. This is interesting. And what's your third? My third is Houston Texans versus uh, the Browns. Okay, sir, now we have a problem. Okay, the Browns... What are you nuts? They have no logo. It's an orange box. Hey, football helmet, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. It's a, Dennis, am I wrong here? It's an orange football helmet. There's uh, you nothing know what? on it. I kind of like Christian's answer. It was so... It's so not a logo that it might be one of the best logos. Buddy, you stupid. I don't know about that, Christian. I got to be honest with you, buddy. I, that's a little rough for me. Seriously, okay. you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, uh, then now, then yes. can I change can No, I change you it? cannot change it, sir. There's no backing up. There's no stopping of the presses. That doesn't happen. I got to let you go, to Christian. I love when you call the show. You're the man. I got to go. All right. Bye. Uh, that's Christian. Thank you for calling, Christian. It's always interesting when that man calls the show. I can promise you that. A lot of people calling the show. Very busy Taz show here. A lot of people running around. Everybody's going crazy. We're talking raw. We got a lot going on. Uh, Miguel, New Jersey, you're on the Taz show. What's up, Miguel? Good moment, Taz and Mr. Jones. How are you? Good moment, Good boss. Moment. Good moment. Good moment. So, yes. yeah, I just want to make a quick comment about the Raw main event and a quick question for you. Yes, go ahead, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so yes. Uh, I thought Michael Cole called the hell out of that match last night. I was really uh, impressed and uh -huh. with the way he called it. I agree. That's what I was yeah. saying earlier. I totally agree with you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I know you just made that point. Yeah. So, uh, my, my question is, though, um, is it more of a... Uh, is it more of a he's passionate about the match and he's really excited about it being a fan, or was he kind of maybe told a little bit, hey, you know, call it with a little bit more juice than maybe no. some of the other matches? No, 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 no. No to the last statement you made. Absolutely not. 
Uh, you, you're not told to call things differently. You, you, it, you, you do that on your own. If you're dogging it, believe me, someone will be in your ear and tell you, you better pick it up because you're sucking right now. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. I'm just saying. So, But the thing with this is uh, I, I think it's easier, Miguel. Not easier, but you get the better the matches, most of the times, the better the calls are because it's a little bit easier um, because the audience is sinking into it. They're loud as hell. The talent is busting their ass, and the timing, you just know the clicking is there. And from a commentary standpoint, it's very easy to click into that with them. Um, I used to love working with excellent play-by-play guys during matches that were great. Like my times working with Mike Tanay or Michael Cole or JR or Joey, when you'd feel that flow like that. And as a color commentator, I would kind of pick my spots and bounce off of them. I don't know if he got much help on that, Michael Cole, yesterday. Uh, from Booker, I thought Corey did a much, uh, not much better, a little bit of a better job than Booker. I think Booker brings a lot more to the table than Harvard does. I can tell you that. Or Byron Saxton. I mean, I like Booker much better. Um, but I think Corey, if there was a two-man call, I think it might have flowed better in that type of match. You know what I mean? But I'm a, I'm a fan of the two-man booth. Either it was Cole yeah. and just Booker. Cole and Booker might have been better, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I agree with everything you're saying. The reason I ask is because, you know, to your point, I know – a couple of months back, one of the problems that we were dis- or you would discuss about Mauro Ranello is that he would take it from zero to a hundred within the first two matches, and I think Cole does a really great job of pacing himself throughout and taking it from that, you know, one, two, three, all the way up to a ten when it comes to the main event. It's a very so important part. It's a very, and you're correct. It's a very important part of storytelling as a commentator. When you read a book, you know, you know, as soon as you get into that first chapter, it's not getting into the climax of the finish in chapter one. You got to tell stories, just like a song, or just like sex. Right, everything crescendos, crescendos, crescendo. Timing. You get the foreplay, then you go right to the sex, and then you get the finish. Right. So you don't, you know, it's oh, that just. Was amazing. But that's how wrestling match. That's how we look at them. It's like sex. Yeah. So that's the game. Oh, really? So you know what I mean? So that's how it's done, and and that's what you. That's storytelling, right? If you think about sex and storytelling, you know, really the foreplay is the, the forward of the book. I mean, right, I mean, right. Then you get the middle is just like the actual meat of the sex, and what then you got the. the you got, what's going on? I'm just saying, just give me an example. We're all adults here. I would hope. That's the best analogy I've ever heard. That's absolutely amazing. So I'm it's dying right now. <laughs> so there it is, right there. Thank you for calling, Miguel. <laughs> all right, on that note, I'll leave you with that. I gotta go to break. Um, so, uh, other side of break, we'll talk about what now. Holy high hell is going on with the universal title? Who exactly is Brock Lesnar going to fight when he comes back to July in Great Balls of Fire? Which is not Johnny... What's his name? Johnny Barry. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, Tash Show, right back. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. A weird day, man. Got here very early and it was like sunny and glary, and now it's like dark and gloomy. Like, what? Is the end of as we know it here? Like, what? Is this how I'm going to go? Is this like, is is the the world coming to an end and I'm going to be sitting here with. 
The minister of man meat? Is this really how I... That's the part I feel bad for. You're going to go out <laughs> in this studio with me. <laughs> I got to I'll be uh, like the last first person I see. I, I, I got to give a hug to Dennis. I can read your last rights. This is true. You're a minister. You, you are qualified to read last rights, right? I don't want to do it, but <laughs> I would for you. I could have sworn I didn't want this ever played on the show again, but that never pays attention to me. I'm just, just a regular guy who works on the show here. Yeah, do your invisible, invisible pen, bull riding Jones. That's what that's <laughs> called. It's just like it's just like the little chubby kid in school that's actually he's taking the test, but he's actually writing notes to the girl that he'll never get to go out with. Uh, I thought you would have made a food reference there when you went chubby. <laughs> I like the way you say chubby, chubby, chubby. So I was talking about the uh, situation, dude, like the whole universal title. I'm really confused. I really am. I'm a little... I don't know what's going on here. I mean, like, if you look at the like the deal here, like it's just strange. Like, so okay, Miz won the match last night. No matter if you like it or not, he won the match, right? So he's no more contender for you know the IC title. So him and Dean Ambrose will dance again. Fine. Finn, Seth, both made comments about the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar, and they want to be Universal Champ. WWE, to their credit is not ignoring the fact that Finn was the first ever Universal Champ. They did that on Sunday, and they've done this several times. Finn did the Miz TV and talked about this, uh, about that he wants Brock and Miz laughed at him. This was on uh, right before Payback, right? I think I'm correct so far in everything I'm saying. I'm not giving you chronological stuff. I'm kind of a little disjointed, but you guys, uh, most of you guys remember or know what I'm talking about. Okay, so it seems like Finn and Seth will be in some kind of a battle to be involved uh, with or against Brock whenever Brock you know, gets back on Raw because Brock will not defend his title until Great Balls of Fire worst name ever for not just a pay-per-view anything except a song from the 60s so it's a great name for a song Brock will be back wrestling defending his title as WWE promoted in July, at this show called Great Balls of Fire. Okay, what about the part right after WrestleMania on Raw, which is one of the higher-rated Raws usually, where Brock and Paul came out, and Paul basically called out and mentioned uh, Roman Reigns. Did we forget that part? I'm just because I remember it. Like I'm just saying, I think fans might remember that. Dennis, you remember that, right? I mean, um, you, you remember this? It sounds familiar. Yeah, I'm just saying. So that obviously is not going to happen because we got information yesterday that um, both, you know, Braun Strowman's injured from hitting the ambulance door and obviously Roman Reigns is injured. I think it was Kurt Angle who I think updated us, right? Kurt Angle updated us on Raw last night and basically saying, and this is, I'm paraphrasing, you know, both men said they're not done with each other. Okay, so that obviously means the angle continues, the feud continues, the rivalry continues, or whatever you want to call it. Okay, so that means you could take uh, Roman Reigns and just, he's not involved when Brock comes back. So all that great promo work that Paul did about Roman Reigns, well, that obviously, things changed, and they, they said, hold on, pump the brakes, this isn't happening. That's what happened. So now we have to ignore that that promo happened, which is, I have to tell you, 
And these are comments that will definitely keep me out of the Hall of Fame. Everything I just basically said. Um, but the thing is, yo, you, you, you just can't. You just, you just can't. I don't care who gets pissed off or who doesn't. I just got to say it, man. It's just you can't have one of your best talkers in the company, arguably one of the best talkers uh, in the top tier of the business of all time in Paul Heyman, come out and cut a promo, talk about Roman Reigns, do all that great promo work, promo work at a great show like the Raw after a massive show and successful show like WrestleMania, and then it's just completely forgotten. And then you go and you go into because you went into the Braun Strowman thing. I'm a little confused on that. Like, where's the story arc? Why do you guys not know like that you're gonna go Braun Roman? What you know what I mean? Like, why would you interject Paul and Brock? And I don't understand that. I'm just obviously I'm not in the know. I don't have I have sources there, but I don't use them. It's not my style, as you guys know. Uh, maybe Mike Johnson knows. Mike will be on this show here with the PW Insider Report. He has people that he talks to. So he'll be on in uh, here like 20 minutes or so. So maybe Mike will know. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm losing sleep over this and I'm violently angry over this. I'm not. It's just a little bit of, uh, you know, it's annoying. I watch a lot of wrestling. I watch a lot of WWE programming because I cover it here on my show, right? So I, I want to, I, I know ch- things change, especially when there's an injury involved. I know that. I understand that. And I'm fine with that. I've lived it. I got it. I'm cool with it. I know writing's hard. Creative storytelling for pro wrestling, especially at the level of WWE, is very hard. I always tell you, give these guys the benefit of the doubt. I got to tell you. This is a little tough for me to give them the benefit of the doubt. Only because of story arcs. You know, you had your champion challenge a, ch- a guy who's not a champion. Meaning Lesnar challenging Roman Reigns. Well, first of all, it should have been the other way around. No, yes, maybe so. Dennis, you agree with that? I mean, Absolutely. It should have been the other way around. They didn't do that. But they had the champion challenge Roman and then... All off of that great rub and opportunity they gave Roman by killing the Undertaker off, for the most part, off WrestleMania. And Undertaker rides off into the sunset. For what? For him to go and, and get in the Nassau Coliseum and, 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 fa- and get his ass destroyed by freaking Braun Strowman. And he gets hospitalized and destroyed for a few weeks. We don't see him. Then he comes back and gets destroyed again and loses. Like, what are you doing, what are you doing with Roman Reigns? I got to tell you guys, okay, a lot of you guys, you know, bitch and moan about Roman Reigns and you don't like Roman Reigns. And I know, look, Roman, uh, I've defended the guy. I never even met the guy. And I defended him. And I'll still defend him. But I got to tell you, you can bitch and moan about Roman Reigns all you want, how they push him and all this stuff and how you guys boo him and all this crap. And I'm not stereotyping all of you. Some of you, I should say, not all of you. It's unfair to do that. So I apologize for that. Because I do apologize for things. I don't just ignore that. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. The other guy in the room, the audio producer, the biz dev guy, he has no heart and doesn't apologize. I apologize. So I apologize. Your flag fells. Your flag's limp, sir. I, I apologize for, um, you know, uh, for stereotyping you guys. But a, a bulk of the audience, the wrestling fan community, whatever you want to call it, booze Roman Reigns. I got news for you. 
even though Roman's a wealthy guy, successful guy, good-looking guy, jacked-up guy, guy looks like he's got world by, the world by the balls, and he probably does, and good for him. He looks like he's worked his ass off for it. I got to tell you, from, from a wrestler perspective, I would not want to be Roman Reigns right now. I just wouldn't. Because the company is all over the place with this guy. And what is his identity? What is his, what is his, his story? What is his deal? You can't blame Roman for that. That's not his fault. They go left. Then they go right. Then they go backwards. Then they go forward. Then let's go left again. No, no, we're going to go right. No, we're going to go left. Let's go left. No, no, let's go right. That's what they're doing with this kid. In the, in the midst of throwing him out in front of the public into the lion's den with a, a, thousands and thousands of lions destroying him when he's supposed to be a good guy. Don't piss on Roman Reigns, folks. Feel bad for him. <laughs> I'm not saying from, from a financial perspective or from a, from a push perspective, but for direction creatively, feel bad for this guy. Feel bad for him. Because it's confusing as piss. Almost not as bad. Well, I shouldn't say that. This is worse. The Roman Reigns thing is more confusing than what they're doing with the Hardys. Because with the Hardys, and just to shift gears for a second, they're giving you dips of the broken ones. Like last night we saw they both did the delete sign. Now this was something they didn't do on their own. This was shot the right way. You could see that the office knew that they were going to do this, and it was cleared for them to do this. They both did the delete sign. Delete, delete. They did it at the same time. So now we're getting little dips of, I guess, broken the broken Matt Hardy and, and Brother Nero. I mean, so I'm a little confused there, too. So maybe this lawsuit died down or the cease and desist letter died down. Maybe this is something else I could ask Mike Johnson. Maybe he knows. So, but that's a little confusing. Not as confusing as the stuff with Matt Hardy. I mean, I'm sorry, with the Roman Reigns. Because I, I end this universal title. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess they're going to go, uh, you know, Miz, I'm sorry, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins for a little while. Milk time until we see. Uh, I thought we were going to see Paul, at least, on Raw last night. I thought he was going to come out during one of those promo segments. The fact that we haven't seen Paul is surprising. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, but when Paul comes out, people love him, and no matter what he does, so WWE don't care because everybody goes crazy for whatever he says, and Paul cuts great promos, and, and so Paul can make up for the lack of not being there or them not booking him. I'm not blaming Paul. I'm um, just saying. So uh, who knows what's going on behind the scenes there with that? You know? I have some good news. Oh, do you? He's trending again. Taz keeps trending and trending and trending. Yes, yes. Yes, thank you all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you are welcome that I am here. You are welcome that I am here. Will you stop? No, thank you, everybody, for getting the show trending. I appreciate it. Very much, very much. I, you know, you guys you guys are you know, so important to me. Without you guys, we got nothing here. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I get pissed off sometimes at you, but, you know, I love you. You know that. Hey, uh, Michael in Australia, you're on the Taz Show. How can I help you, sir? G'day, Mr. Primetime City Jones, mate. How you going? G'day, mate. How you going there? What's going on? Yeah, not bad. I'm, not, I'm just uh, sitting in my bathrobe, drinking a bottle of red, smoking mm, cigars, yeah. and some vapes. A little old school uh, Taz Show fan right there in Australia. That's what they do, sitting around with the bathrobes. Yep, prime time it is. What time is it? 9 p.m.? Uh, yeah, just after 9. Yeah, you guys, I don't know what's going on. It's, 
to the Minister of Man Meat and the Dirt Sheets, the Box Crushing Lumberjack. <laughs> box crushing. <laughs> Good moment. You do realize you mixed you mixed me and Ant together. I noticed that, but it was actually funny. It I, was. I actually don't have a problem with that. I got to be honest with you. I think that um, was actually well done. It was. It was, it was interesting. They call me the Shockmaster. What are you saying, sir? Shockmaster Jones. <laughs> exactly. Yes. How can I help you? Um, on um, the broken on the Hardys. Um, today I read somewhere I can't remember where, but um, that there was uh, rumors of talks in WWE with doing a version of the broken Matt Hardy character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were going to call it. Uh, what was it? Uh, um, Sir, please. I can't remember. Uh, what take your time. No, no. You, um, listen, you're a regular caller for a long time in Australia, Mike. Take your time, sir. What, what, what do you got? Hold on, sir. Wait, wait. Sir, please. You're talking nonstop. We need some uh, decorum here. Please continue. Um, yeah, they were going to call it Twisted Matt Hardy. Twisted Matt Hardy. Um. And you're reading this on one of these copy paste websites, that or, or Dennis is putting stuff out on his uh, website. What are we doing? Uh, I don't know. It might have been the dirt sheets. Okay. So and uh, okay, got it. So so they're gonna call. So I, maybe you're right, dude. Maybe you're right, Mike. Maybe they're gonna call him Tristan Matt Hardy. I could be. I mean, I think that works fine. Thank you for calling, Michael. Maybe Tristan Matt Matt Hardy. Uh, it seems like um, you know on Sunday we didn't get anything. I. Jeff Hardy's coming out and just doing the whole he's doing the rock and roll Jeff Hardy crazy neon you know Jeff Hardy charismatic Enigma Jones and Matt is seems like he's been caught in the middle of it but now they both did the delete thing yesterday but if Michael Australia's right I think it's cool if they call them uh, call them twisted Matt Hardy and twisted brother Nero the brother Nero thing's money um you got to have, I, I would do the whole deal, man. I would go full throttle uh, what Rebby Sky, Maxwell the baby, baby Hardy baby. I would go that. I would go with, um, what's the uh, the landscape? Which is, uh, Senor Benjamin. Senor Benjamin. Yeah, I, I would go the whole gamut. Because just let Matt book it, dude. But I don't know if Vince is going to let him have that kind of control. But that that's what I would do. I mean, because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, and you guys are trying to fix it, and and it's nothing against Matt and Jeff. I mean, they're still getting it done with that old school Hardy gimmick, but these guys aren't young kids. You know what I mean? So, uh, but they're still getting it done. Uh, but I, I would definitely they they Matt and Jeff have reinvented themselves, and uh, if you can, from a legal perspective, WWE let these guys just fly and do their thing. People want it. I mean, we didn't get as much. <clears throat> Like as a delete chant, if you noticed last night in Sacramento. Sacktown, as they call it. We didn't get as much. <clears throat> Did you notice that? I thought it was a good amount. No. Nerd! No, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't a good amount. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it wasn't. It just wasn't. <clears throat> Anthony. What's up, boss? Did you watch Raw or you watched the Mets? I watched both. I watched a good chunk of the Mets. We won a game. We did. It's amazing. Um, listen, Didn't give up 23 runs, which is oh, good. Please, why'd you have to bring that up? I'm right, sorry. Look, look, I'm sorry. Some guy tweeted me last night. He goes, ah, you, did you hear your Mets got smacked around? I'm like, really? Did they? You sure about that? Smacked around. This is, he's talking about after the beating. Yeah. 
after the rape. It's easy to kick someone when they're down. Ah, story of my life. Um, so listen, and did you get a chance to see the Hardy thing when they did the delete? The, they both did the hands. Yes. Do you agree with me or Dennis that the audience was really not into it that much? But they didn't all like all scream delete. I I thought it was th- when they first came out, it was loud, and then it just died down very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like the second they started talking in their promo. Because the set when they did the last one when they kind of waited and did it it wasn't as loud. Mm. Steve in North Carolina, you're on the Taz show. How can I help you, pal? Okay. I don't know what happened to Steve. You can call back, Steve. We lost you, Francis in Ireland. You're on the Taz show. What's up, buddy? Hey, Taz. What's up? Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. How you doing, pal? Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah, I was wanted to say something about Kurt Angle, but just to your point earlier about uh, Roman Reigns. Um, the thought just came in my head. Do you think that he used a blood capsule at a payback? <laughs> um, possibly. It looked dark, the blood. Maybe it was uh, one of my massive TVs, but it looked dark, uh, the blood. I, I know, I, like I said a while ago, Francis, on the show, show here, I don't know if you heard it a while back, I said this. Um, <clears throat> all my years, like in the business, I've never dealt with a blood capsule. Like, uh, you know, I, can, I you know, during my time, it was blades, just blades, you know. So, so, but I think because of safety and all that stuff, it's a different time now, and they can't utilize any kind of blood. And WWE prides themselves on being Hollywood, in essence. I think that they, uh, if they could use gimmick blood, capsule blood, they will. So, do I think it was a blood capsule? Yeah, I do. Um, I hate to say that, and we know we've seen this blood capsule problem in the past because remember the Byron Saxton footage. Remember that. Oh, yeah, that's why I brought it up, because I remember you said it on your show. And, uh, yeah. you know, just, just I thought that after, it, especially when he was backstage on the network, he kind of, it looked like he coughed up blood. And I just thought it was kind of like a funny, you know, double standard by Vince, who, you know, is, is supposed to be against that kind of thing, you know, any kind of blood. Even though he has done it kind of weird, he, he did it with Brock a couple of times. So yeah, look, but I Francis, think I don't think, I, I don't know what Vince has said. You might know better than me. I don't think Vince is against i don't think vince is against blood i think that he doesn't want to turn off you know uh the millions of dollars he's making with advertisers then he's a publicly traded company no okay maybe i phrased it wrong okay i've heard that vince is against okay that kind of thing, so it could be i think i think but what i'm saying to you is this if he is against it it's just because of business i don't think he's I think he feels that blood is needed in the business, but he knows the business is different than it was years ago, especially his business. So I think for him, it just it's too it's not worth it to, to get. So I think that he probably gets clearance from some people when he does a blood capsule per se or real blade blood, which again I don't think they do much. Somebody else bled the other day. It was a hard way though. Someone was bleeding from their forehead. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I was on a pay-per-view. I can't remember. But, um, yeah, somebody was bleeding from the forehead. I can't remember who it was. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Somebody from their forehead had some blood. Francis, thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. But to Francis's point, I do think that it was a um, a blood capsule thing with Roman Reigns. Uh, because that spot they did with those steel steps was highly impressive with Braun slamming those steps, driving those steps on the midsection and stomach area of, you know, uh, of uh, uh, Roman Reigns. That was a crazy spot. I got to tell you, I think those steps were gimmicked because, you know, it looked like he really brought those steps hard into that stomach. 
Um, I think something in that part of the steel was, was <laughs> maybe a sheet metal. I don't know what it was. I don't know much about metals, but I know those steps are heavy as hell. I know that much. Very, very heavy. So, um, you know, I, that spot made me go, whoa, that was pretty impressive. The way Braun did it, he brought it, you know, and I thought it was very impressive. You know what I mean? So uh, it's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where, where they go with it. But, uh, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i still a little confused on the universal title thing. Alex Nozone Park, that's New York, by the way, in Queens. You are on the Taz Show. How can I help you, buddy? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, buddy. Uh, I want to give a few off the hooks. And begin. And uh, my first match, I'm going to do uh, Michigan State Spartans. Yes, uh, Sparty, they call him. Yes. Yep. Okay. Versus the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights, the new expansion team for the NHL. I have not seen that logo. Dennis, have you seen this logo this gentleman's talking about? Yeah, it's got a West Point look to it. Oh, West Point is the uh, Black Knights of Army. And continue. Uh, my next would be the Columbia Fireflies. Versus the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Hold on, Binghamton. You're talking about the Badcats, Binghamton University, or what are you talking about? No, no, no. The the uh, the farm team for the Mets. Oh, oh, chimney oh, crickets. You're talking baseball, yeah. sir. You're not hitting me with the sports. Sometimes you know I'm not that good. But guy, continue. <laughs> and uh, my main event, the uh, traditional New York Islanders logo uh. versus the Fisherman Islander logo. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's big. You think they're coming back to the Coliseum anytime soon or what? I would love I would love it. That'd be awesome, right? Even though yeah. I'm a Ranger fan, I'm not an Islander hater. But um, I've been to several Islander games at the Coliseum. I used to enjoy going there. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. Even like the, getting like the last row seats and just standing. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's awesome. I used to go with my kid a lot, and he was a little man at the Islander games. It was a lot of fun because it was just close to us. It was a really good time. Uh, shoot, Alex, I got to go, brother. Thanks for calling, man. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. There you go, Alex, right there. Uh, and we're all on the cusp of a break. We'll have Mike Johnson coming up in a little while. Uh, but first, before we go to break, uh, Nick and Salem. What's going on, pal? You're on the Taz Show. Hey, uh, Taz, I, I have kind of a serious question. I was well, Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. I, but Nick, Nick, why? You start off like that. There's an implication. Sir, 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 there's an implication that all your other calls are not serious, and I think they're all serious. Well, this is very serious. This, yeah, kind of. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of concerned, and okay. I, okay. I'm hoping you can help me. I hope so. Go ahead. On Saturday, I was sparring with a friend of mine, and I noticed that he was really just... kind of dropping his right hand a lot. You said, wait, wait. You said sparring. Are you a boxer? No, no, no. I martial arts. Oh, you know okay. What I mean? Oh, MMA. Yes, the fighter. Yes. He, he was. There was just something off. He said after his after his he is a lot more advanced than I am, and he actually has been doing a lot of cage fighting, like a lot of UFC type fighting. His last fight, he came out and he he's kind of dizzy and he had ringing in his ear. I told him that he really should go see a doctor. Is that something that that is? I am correct. He should go see a doctor about that. Isn't that right? Well, I. I would think that if someone has ringing in their ear, and uh, uh, and what's his other symptoms he has? The um, he kept dropping his left his, his like his right hand and didn't realize he was dropping his right hand. And I have a question: Every time he dropped his right hand, were you punching him? No, I I I was. Well, that's I a was problem. Tempted right there. to, but I I did. Why? You're trying to win the fight, sir. You want to win the fight, right? Well, it's like I threw, I threw, a, I threw a kick. You know, I threw a kick to his, you know, to his. 
what type know, of kick? To his chest. What type of kick? You know, like a, um, a right thrust. Okay. Not a round kick, a thrust kick. I, you know what I mean. Of course. Okay, so his right hand dropped. He's got ringing in his ear. What's his other symptoms? He looks, you know, it's like his eyes don't look right. How long has this been going on, sir? He said it's been going on since his he gets last two fights. Well, I would think there's a problem. Uh, he, yeah, I would think that he probably is a little effed up. That's the fact, yeah! I'm just saying. I mean, what you think so, Nick? I, I totally agree. And I'm like, I'm trying to get him. I'm like, dude, maybe you should kind of not fight a little bit. Go to your doctor. Let your doctor tell you what you should do. Right. You know, go see somebody. You know, have a neurologist evaluate you because... You know, it's like, perhaps, you know, it's like, oh, just go to the gym. Just relax. Maybe, you know, there's other things you can, there's other things we can, you can do besides just MMA, you know. Is this what he does for a living? What? It, oh, he's a construction worker. So he's dealing with pounding and drilling constantly and hammering along with this. Has he ever been hit in the head? Like what, uh, some kind of a heavy object at work, like a sledgehammer or a baseball bat? That I, that I don't know even say. No? You don't know. Hmm. How can I help you with this? Well, I, I just think, I just think you know, you know a lot about, like, concussions. You know a lot about, um, I, I am, how should I, you know, it's like, do you think that... How old is this man? How old is this man? Well, I beg your pardon? How old is this man? Um... About 40-ish. He's about okay. 43. We call that a grown-ass man. So, Nick, yeah. you can only do what you can do. You know, this guy, is he your good friend? Is this someone you're yeah. in a relationship with? Like, what, what's no, your... No, no, no. He's, he's uh, just a guy. He's, he's the workout partner, the guy that I've been, you know, I've been working out with him for years. Okay. And I didn't I, know if you guys were, like, friends, like, different type friends. Oh, no, no, no. I'm married. Friends, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> no, you never know what people, you know, you know who knows. No, yes. No, I agree. Yeah, you never know. I don't know what kind of what floats your boat. I mean, no, no knock on you. Whatever people do is their business you know i don't you know i don't get into people's sexual preferences um right. you know what i'm saying you know you know that though about me i, I totally know what you're saying oh my God! Uh, anyway so i think he should get checked out by a doctor to be honest with you that's what i think has to happen here if he's got pus coming out of his ears and for two for over two fights and he's dizzy and he's he's got what well, you would just say else is going his toes are what's what, what's else is wrong with his feet he, he just doesn't look right he's he kept dropping his hand and he never drops his hand like, really yeah. You know, so he drops his hands, and you are not slugging him when he drops his hands. Well, I, he didn't look right. That I think the I next feel, time he I drops his hands, it. you should pop him. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Listen, you got to be honest. Next time he drops it, you got to drill him. There's an opening, bro. You got to go for it. Look, if he's in the ring, he's sparring. Might have there's something wrong with him. He wants to fight. So I mean, that means he's he feels he's a, uh, he's a grown man. He's getting in the ring. You guys say, what's his name, this guy? What's his name, Dennis? Right. What's his name? So, so... Uh, what's his name, sir? Okay. What's his name, sir? You're not answering the question. All right. Right. What's his name? What'd you say? His name, sir. I need this gentleman's name. Oh, um, Joe. Joe. If that is his real name, you need to let Joe know, listen, son, if you're going to get in the ring with me, ring with me we're going to go here. We got to fight. We're going to fight for real. And he's going to agree with you. 
Cause you gotta be, you gotta be an animal in there, bro. You gotta be, you gotta be like a friggin' caged animal. You gotta be like a friggin' lion. You know what I mean? That's how you gotta be. You can't play around, sir. You, you're a man, and you're this is the jungle. MMA, you're in that fight game. You gotta go. What? I can't hear you, Nick. What? That's what's gonna need to happen. It's gotta, bro. No, it's gotta. You said that's what has to happen, right? That's what you said. That's what's going to need to happen then. You, if he wants, if that's what he wants to do, then that's what's going to need to happen then. F it. If that's what's got to be, it's got to be, dude. He's going to. If Joe's going to get in the ring with you, with Nick from Salem, we got to go. We're not for friends or not. No matter if we're going out for coffee and cappuccinos, we we got to go in the ring. If we're wearing headgear, we got gloves on. We're going to fight. It don't matter if he's got pus coming out of his ears and he's puking. It don't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Seriously, you know what I mean? You got to fight. Okay. All right. You got to. It's just the way it Thanks goes. No, listen. Listen to me. Nick, yep. it's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, just remember, I want an update on this, though, if you can get back to I me uh, soon. You know what I mean? I just... will. I'll let you know. Thank you so much for all your help. Oh, that's great. All right. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Take care. Have so a good night. Go. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. So <laughs> Nick and Salem never fails. All right, Taz Show. We're going to go to break here. Uh, another side of the break, we'll have PW Insider Report with the uh, one and only Mike Johnson uh, with Trending, I believe, still. I get no updates, but I guess we are. I don't know. I'm busy. Tash, show right back. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, well, yep, we're uh, rock and rolling here. Taz Show, Monday edition. Uh, get the PW Insider Report coming up shortly here. We got Mike Johnson will be on via Skype in about a minute, and uh, we're going to give a quick update here shortly as we fade out of this on how we are looking with the social media, the uh, biz dev guy, audio producer of the Taz Show, the Lumberjack Lumber Biscuit, Dirt Sheet Dennis. What do we got going on, buddy? Taz is still trending. Oh, no, 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 he's still trending. Here he is, trending, trending. Ah, yep, there you go. Well, I want to thank everybody for that. Thank you very much. Uh, all of you uh, sequel fans and uh, jobbers and slunkers and nerds. Nerd! Thank you very much for getting the show trending. You know, I say all that in love. I, I do mean that in a nice way. You know that. Oh, thanks, everybody, for getting the show trending. I pre- really appreciate it. And no better time to uh, bring in the PW Insider Report, Mike Johnson, put the pressure on him. Because if the show stops trending, I could always play Mike uh, in a three, two, one. The PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike 10 minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. I think we got to update that voiceover uh, little audio image. 10 minutes. Please. Will you stop? Uh, what's up, Mike? Uh, nothing. Thanks for uh, blaming me for your trending. Stopping when I haven't even been on the show yet. Well, I Appreciate think it, that. It, it, we're still trending. We are trending. It's just oh, okay. by, by the end of, if you didn't obviously listen to what Dennis played, Dennis, hit it again, please. Hold on, Mike. If you didn't pay attention, sir, you need to pay attention this segment. I'll be all over you if you're not. You know me. Play this for him. Go ahead. Dennis is still trending. Oh, no, 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 no. He's 
still trending. Here he is. Trending, trending. See, you didn't pay attention. You think that so, we would actually have something that says we're not trending? That's actually not No, I said you're going to blame me if you're not trending. That's not very nice. Oh, yes. There's no welcoming here, sir. Uh, no, how really. are you? A good moment, my friend. I'm good. How are you? How was uh, your week? Oh, please. Enough with the small talk. How can I help you? Uh, I don't know. How can I help you? Well, what do you got going on? I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on with this because you got a lot of people. And, what, I, I, you know, my wrestling brain can't wrap myself around this whole universal title thing. So, you know, we have now it's obviously Seth Rollins and we got the Finn Balor. They're going to battle. And then we know uh, Great Balls of Fire, worst thing we've paid for you ever. We're going to have Brock come back in July. I know all this. But we got a universal champion not wrestling or being on the show. But yet, right after WrestleMania, back this way, Paul Heyman cuts a promo talking about Roman Reigns. I guess that's a done thing because Roman and Braun, do you have any? It's been, it's been forgotten. <laughs> I guess, right? I mean, what is going on? Maybe you can help me figure this out because I can't. Well, last night's Raw, you know, they had the three-way with Seth and The Miz and good Finn match. Balor. Really good match. When, yeah. When, yeah, the match was great. Um, as you know, that match was for the number one contendership of the Intercontinental Championship. Yes. When they were writing the show yesterday, the original plan, and we reported this at the time around 2 o'clock, was that that three-way was going to be f to determine the number one contender for the Universal Championship. I didn't know that. See, now that's... Yes. Ah, yes, exactly. That's why it's nice to have you come on here. You're the real dirt sheet, Mike, where Dennis is not dirt sheet. Dennis, okay, got it. So at some point between, say, 1 o'clock and 8 o'clock, they changed their plans, obviously. But at one point, that was the plan. They were going to use it to to build interest towards the next Universal Championship match. And I don't know if they suddenly realized that Brock isn't coming back anytime soon. Oh or perhaps God. there were plans for Brock to come back. And then oh. he changed, they changed their minds. Well, uh, but Bro, was, you know, was Heyman at the show yesterday? I haven't heard whether Paul was there or not. Because I I don't know. When I can you, ask around. That's easy to find out. You know when you know. I mean, I could just text Paul too. But I mean, but you know when you you know when oh, you. What you, do you need me for? I, I, I was I don't know. I didn't think to text him. I'm no, useless now. No, 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 no. That's not true. No, but like you know when you watch a show and like you feel like you know I think wrestling fans in general do. Oh, I think this guy's gonna come out. This guy, this guy will come out. When I feel it, I'm usually pretty good at it. As an announcer, I feel it more than I did when I was a wrestler. So. There was a point during that uh, the promo segment with Miz, with Finn, and uh, with uh, Rollins that I really thought Heyman was coming out. Not Brock, Heyman. And uh, and then once I saw the whole Dean thing, then I figured out, no, that's not happening. So I just thought Paul would have been out there, you know? Well, I mean, if they were going to do the segment for the Universal Championship, it would have made sense for Paul to be out there. I'll have to check and see whether he was at Raw or not. I got a feeling, if you're correct, what you're saying that they were writing that gimmick for the number one contendership for the universal title, that I got a feeling maybe Paul was there. You know what I mean? You're, you're quite possibly right. I'll look into it, and if yeah. he was, I'll write about it today on PWInsider.com. Are you getting a lot of people, uh, and you'll give me the credit, are you getting a lot of people? <laughs> it's not that funny, Mike. I don't know what you're giggling about. It really wasn't that funny. Were you giggling on Dennis? Who was giggling just now? That annoyed me. Who giggled? Who giggled? Might have been me. <laughs> Might have been not. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, God. You just scared me. I forgot. I don't know. I'm not trying to scare anyone. I just feel like I don't know why someone's giggling at me. I, I get hacked every day, even for my friends, Mike. You're supposed to be my friend. I, 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 the, the fact that you would think I wouldn't give you credit is, is what's amazing to me. Mike, you never it's like a knife pierced in my heart, man. Oh, it's God, nice. stop, please. You never give me credit. Who are you kidding? You're actually my buddy. You're not my buddy. 
you're not. All right, so what else is going on, Mike? Uh, well, we broke yesterday on PWInsider.com. Billy Corgan has finalized an agreement in principle to purchase the assets, rights, trademarks, etc. of the National Wrestling Alliance. Mm. And a lot of people have been scratching their head going, why would he want to buy the NWA? Yeah. Well, the, the, the short answer is he wants a wrestling promotion and he didn't get Impact Wrestling. So it looks to me like, and this is just my opinion, he's basically buying a brand name that people know that is also technically a blank slate. Well, good luck, because I'll tell you why. And you know this as well as I, that those three letters carry a ton of tradition and yep. great and greatness. And no disrespect to Billy, I don't know if he's going to be able to get the talent to live up to that, uh, to work for him, or if he's got the uh, the true desire to get this thing to a level to carry those names is a big, big expectation on you. I don't know if he should have did this. Just my opinion. Well, I mean, it all depends. Here's how I look at it: if he spent six, if he spent seven figures on this. He probably overspent. Yeah, it, it, you know, and we know that he was going to be in for like 1.9 million based on court records for the the impact purchase. But with that came a television deal. With that came a roster and all these other things. Um, you who know, has it, the name? Who had the name? Like, where did he buy it from? Like, who, who, who? Uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Bruce Tharp, who uh, promoted out of Texas. Mm. He was the he 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 owned the rights to the National Wrestling Alliance. There was a lawsuit where he sued the previous regime mm. at, over the, at that. This is way too much exposition. Um, no, no, I'm actually I'm curious about it. Good. Right. You know, they had the they were, there was a National Wrestling Alliance that existed with all of the different members. I know. Yep. At that point, they shared one uh, limited liability insurance. So anybody who ran an NWA show, they 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 shared the same insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tharp sued Tharp, who was an attorney of record. He sued them, claiming fraud, mm. and somehow through all that, in the settlement, he ended up in complete control of the NWA trademarks. Ah. And uh, okay. so so something went on. No one's ever publicly acknowledged what the hell went on, but something went on, and now Tharp is obviously going to sell it off to Billy Corgan. So Tharp, so. okay, so he's selling it off. Say, so, yeah, I mean, who knows? I, it's not going to be public how much he pays for the name, correct? Uh, not unless Corgan or Tharp say something. Right, right, right. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if he paid seven figures, he paid too much. I agree with that. Six figures, at the, you know, mid-six figures, maybe, you know, upper high six figures perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I, but to me, it, it you know, He's got to have a plan in mind, you know, and, but, and we don't know what the plan is. From what I understand, there's no videotape libraries included. It's just the belt, the ownership of the belt, and the rights and well, the uh, rights and the trademarks. But, Mike, with that, I, I need to ask you, like, WWE owns a – don't they own a good chunk of that library of the NWA? Well, they, they own anything from, like, Georgia uh, – maybe not Georgia, but Mid-Atlantic Wrestling, Mid-Atlantic, all the Jim Crockett yeah. promotion stuff. Right. Any any world class or UWF stuff that fell under the NWA banner, yeah, yeah. I mean, from what I understand, there's no videotape library involved oh, in this. It's yeah. just literally, hey, we're I, I now own the NWA, and he can do whatever he wants with it. You know, um, one of the things that is interesting to me is, you know, Dave Lagana, who's working with Corgan uh, after leaving Impact Wrestling, he did those videos of Corgan. He did like a cross country road trip with Corgan, and every day they did short documentaries that they placed on Corgan's social media. And then Lagana was doing the documentary on Drew Galloway, which uh, hasn't been seen in full form, but uh, like a trailer has been released. And I really wonder if some of that, and this is just me, my theory, I have no nothing to go by. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was those things were sort of like a test run 
for them trying to work on like a digital platform to create a wrestling promotion around. And if they are, that's a hard sell because at the end of the day, it's very hard to get people who are watching things for free on digital to then want to pay for the same content. I'm a little confused. So you're saying, okay, so Dave, I didn't know this. So Dave uh, uh, um, shot video of Drew. And a, right. on this road trip with, with Billy, correct? Like no, no, Bill. They were, they were two different things. Billy did a road trip, and every day they released like a short documentary of what Billy was doing on the road. Okay. Then he Legano, WrestleMania weekend. Lagano was with uh, McIntyre, Drew McIntyre now, right, right. and filmed him running around to all these places. And then at the end, it basically ends with him driving off to join WWE. Oh. And and so like over the that course actually, of the actually day, sounds pretty cool. That does yeah, sound it does cool. sound cool. Yeah, and yeah. There's a trailer out uh, probably on YouTube, I would assume, or uh, Vimeo or something. I know I've seen it. I don't remember where. Yep. But, you know, material like that, you know, when you think about like a, a potential television project, not that they have a television deal, you know, it sounds like it could be something interesting and deep and unique compared to most of the things that are presented. But on does, it doesn't scream NWA to your point. No, it doesn't scream NWA, but, you know, what does scream NWA is, like, old-school athletics and deep characters. Right. So if you take a 21st-century twist on that, you could do something fun. At the end of the day, though, if he if he owns the 100% rights and, and uh, of the National Wrestling Alliance, Billy Corgan doesn't have to answer to anybody. He could do whatever he wants with it. He, you know, it's, it's just three—at the end of the day, he's buying three letters that have— some awareness and a lot of nostalgia and a lot of fu fuzzy memories for wrestling fans. I think you, you know, said it best. That, and I think you said it best. It has some awareness because I think a lot of the bulk of the, the current fans and newer school wrestling fans have no idea what the NWA is. But there are, uh, uh, as you know, uh, tons and tons and tons of fans that do remember those three letters. You know what I mean? And it's a very... Uh, uh, very traditional, very prestigious uh, thing, the NWA. Yeah, and, so, and the one thing, you know, I, I made a mention of this on, on PW Insider, I think in audio. You know, if you look at the age range of people who are in positions of power now, whether it be media or digital, other places, most of them are people in their 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Those are people who grew up in the NWA era. So if they were wrestling fans at all, they're probably, you know, they remember old school WWF and they remember the NWA. So you have to think the NWA letters have some familiarity with people of that age, then you add Billy Corgan's name and, and brand awareness in there, you have to think that's going to open up a couple of doors for him for at least to get some meetings. Whether that means he can walk in and get a television deal or a sponsorship or something, I don't know. But, I mean, it, it's got to actually be a little bit better than Bruce Tharp trying to knock on the door of, say, Spike TV. Yeah, sure. You, know, you think with Billy's name, there, there, there's some notoriety and there's, there's some, hey, maybe we well, can be well, in business with this guy. And as you know, not just Billy, but if, if Dave Lagana is working with Billy, uh, then that's a, a lot more bullets in his gun with someone like Dave and his history with you know WWE and, and TNA as yeah. opposed to this gentleman in uh, Texas. Uh, you know, a big difference there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean it, it's still a very early on story. You know, it, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of other things to come. I'm sure. And and, and as we as I reported yesterday, he agreed in principle. So that doesn't mean the sale went down yet, but it's going to go down based on everything we're hearing. Right. In fact, Bruce Tharp and the NWA are already acknowledging Billy Corgan's the owner. So they, wow. in their mind, it's going to happen. So maybe you could, uh, as this evolves, you know, every every week, if you, not every week, but whenever you want, any updates you have on it, man, give it here. I'm sure the Absolutely. fans of my show and 
you know, obviously you're going to do it on PW Insider too, but just uh, swamp me up to this gimmick. I'm curious. Well, the, the, one, the one thing that I, you know, I didn't even mention this on PW Insider because I didn't have it confirmed until late So you're last saying night. this is like exclusive for my oh, show, Oh, yeah, right? this part was exclusive. They, okay. the, the video library, there's no video library involved. Right. Like there is an NWA video on demand channel thing that Tharp runs. This has no connection to that. They are not purchasing any video library from Tharp. So you gave, you finally bought something exclusive to the Tash show, right? Yeah. Dig it! Got it. Okay. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, well, WWE, they got, a, they got a rough week ahead of them. They had to go to California, and immediately after Raw, everybody on the Raw brand flew to Rome. Oh, my God. They've got a show tonight oh. in Rome, Italy. Oh, These Lord. Poor guys. You know what it's like doing oh, those crazy tours. God, those, that is the stuff I don't miss. Ay, you have no idea. It's so brutal. Yep. That sucks. If the TVs, too. Oh, man. Yeah. And the worst is like they had to go to Cal. They had no house shows over the weekend. There were no live events. They had to fly to California to do TV and then fly back the other direction to go to Europe. Wow. Yeah. So that's a six. They, they, they added six, 12 hours of flights. And yeah, you got to do TV. But whoever routed this, right, like right, they, right. they're just saddest. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> who adds twelve hours of TV? Who who adds twelve hours of flying? Yeah. Just to get back to the East Coast so mm. you can go to Europe. That's, that's not including wait time at the airport. Bad, bad booking Jones. Trust me. Uh, that's someone in the office not doing their job, and that pisses everybody off in the company, not just the wrestlers, the production crew. Vince himself will get mad. Like, cause if, you know, Vince doesn't oversee that stuff for them. He just lets those guys, those people book the towns. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. when they do something like that, unless something was canceled maybe, maybe there was just they had to get to, to, to do these shows in Rome for some reason. So I don't see Vince being happy about that either, even though he's probably not the one doing the trip. I'm sure he's going to TV, but beyond that, I don't think he's going on the road. Yeah, yeah He's no. not going to, like, five countries in seven no, days. No, no, no. There's trip. no reason for him to do that. You know, that's what the agents are for. So, you know, especially at live events, you know what I mean? And, and they, are doing, uh, they are doing Bray Wyatt against Finn Balor on the live events, so we'll get, we'll get the first taste of uh, what those matches are like this week. That's cool. That's good. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of response, positive response, if you didn't already, for that main event last time. I thought it was from a wrestling perspective. I, it was very good. That was, I, I think it was as good as anything on the pay-per-view the night before. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that match. What are you hearing on the Hardys before I let you go? Because we saw a little bit of they did the broken thing together. Matt and Jeff, Brother Nero, and broken <laughs> delete. And not the broken thing. They did the delete with one hand. Yeah, they, that was, they, they let the fans chant it, and then they, you know, and you, they, they did the, the obviously the mannerisms. But on the pay-per-view, on Payback, you could hear Matt saying it. Yeah. Like, uh, he was on the ropes, and he went, delete, right before he, he did a move. You could hear it playing his he's, day. He's been kind of messing with saying it, but I've, they've been shooting around him. There's not really a – it's a handheld without a mic sometimes. So, I think yeah, they're letting I, – th- I think they're slowly but surely moving in that direction. And I think – you know, my guess is somebody in WWE legal decided that Anthem doesn't really have a case. Yeah, because you know as well as I do, with Jerry McDivitt and that cra- and that crack team, they're not doing anything that's going to leave any of their no. talents or any no. of their any I of do. that company in an actionable position. That is I, not I, their way. I totally agree, Mike. And uh, I'm gonna let you go. You're gonna stop plugging the stuff. Dennis, Mike will sure. plug his stuff now. And Mike, as usual, you know you're always a, a big part of the Taz Show family. Thank we you. love you here. Uh, you're over like Rover. We know that. Uh, you're living basically in Nub City. You're a big part of everything we do here. We love you very much. You know this very much. And your loyalty, your disposition, your discipline, your 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 hair, everything about you, uh, we love you. Mike, please plug your stuff. Well, I appreciate that, Taz. I'm a little concerned that you like my hair so much, but that's okay, too. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. You can check us out at PWInsider.com, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. If you want an ad-free experience, you can check us out at PWInsiderElite.com. Subscribe for three days free. So not four horsemen, but three days free. Test and, one, two. Uh, you can check us out, and you get all our audio and everything else. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MikePWInsider. You can check out the site at PWInsider.com on Twitter. And good moment, everybody. Thanks good. for having me, Taz. You're welcome, Mike. Good moment, my friend. Take care. Thanks. That's Mike Johnson. He's a good dude. Uh, and thank you, all the folks at PW Insider, not just Mike. And that's the deal. That's a wrap on Mike. All right, we're going to head to Fourth Quarter City. We're going to break right now. On the side of break, uh, we'll take, we have phone calls and ringing off the hook here. We're going to be on Facebook Live at facebook.com slash Taz Show. We're getting it done. Tuesday edition, very busy. Taz Show, sit tight. Featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, I was uh, hoping I forgot to mention it to uh, Mike Johnston. I thought Mike would have brought it up, but he didn't because I know Mike wrote about this um, yesterday, I believe it was, yesterday afternoon, about uh, former Ring of Honor champion Adam Cole. Love Adam Cole. He's been on my show a couple times. Got to have Adam on again soon uh, with Ring of Honor. His, his deal expired um, yesterday, I believe it was. So um, Mike wrote about that. We'd love to talk to Mike about that. But I'll tell you this. If I am WWE, if if Adam Cole's not signed already, or I, I, I would think that he's going to end up in NXT, and he should. I think that he, Adam, is a tremendous talent. Uh, great worker. Uh, great speaker. You know, talker. Um... He's money all the way. Well, jeez, you kidding me? It's a layup. And NXT needs some legitimate new blood, guys that can help some of these young guys. You know, Bobby Roode needs some, uh, you know, some opponents, you know, something like, you know, you can do some good programming right there with a guy like Cole and Bobby. Uh, I'm just saying, because as you guys know, a lot of talent has been moved up to the main roster from NXT. So, uh, you got Roddy Strong there now, and there's obviously big history there. Roddy Strong, you know what I mean? You got him Cole from Ring of Honor. And I'm just saying, it just helps the legitimacy and credibility of NXT, because NXT has excellent credibility, and Triple H has done an excellent job bringing in talent for the past couple of years that are tremendous. So, you guys could let Triple H know in a tweet that I put him over. I don't expect him to put me over, but I put him over. Push me over. I don't produce it, don't put me over. Expect the triple H to put me over. Only people put me over is my audience. They love me and I love them. I put you over, you put me over. I happy, you happy. You ever hear that? I happy, you happy. Long story. Anyway, we're on Facebook Live at uh, facebook.com slash the Taz Show. That's facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So hopefully um, we see Adam Cole uh, sooner rather than later. You know, in the um, in the NXT gimmick, I could just see that happen. I think it'd be money. I really, really think it'd be money. So we've been talking raw a good amount here, um, and we talked Universal titles. Some of the confusing thing there. I talked about the excellent match that they had in the main event of Raw yesterday. I talked about if you guys are 
just joining the show now. If you check out the audio on demand later or the VOD later, I talk a lot about that. There was a springboard uh, cross body that was a little uh, off-timed between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. I discussed that, and I discussed the quote-unquote botches in wrestling, that it's really not as big of a deal as long as no one's getting injured. As, as you think, and, and companies don't really care. I mean, unless it's obviously a horrible spot, a complete botched Jones, then no one really cares, to be honest. Um, it's just part of the physicality of the game. Don't have to be a fine-tuned, perfect physical contest that everything is done perfect every single time. Chairman, L.A., you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? What's up, Taz? What's up, Lumberjack? How are you, big guy? I'm doing great. Uh, and then also, my wife says... She says hi. She's been telling me for weeks to tell you, and I keep telling her. Oh, I forgot to. What's tell her me. name? Her name is Danielle. Tell Danielle that I said hello, please. All right, I will. Thank you, Ted. Thank you, Dad. thank you, thank you. What's going on, bro? Uh, I have a question. Hold on, Chan. Man, I'm looking on Facebook Live. I don't even see the show, dude. What's going? Hold on, Chan. What's going on here, Chan? Hold on. What is going on here, dude? I don't see the show on the. Fr- I'm not kidding. I hit the refresh. What's going on? Are we on Facebook Live, right. Chan? Do you see the show on Facebook Live? Uh, yeah. Ah, oh, damn it. So. All right. My bad. All right, Dennis, Chan got it. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I see it now. What the hell did I do this time? <laughs> it's magical, you with Facebook. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Chan, what are you, are you, do you watch, because you watch the show on Facebook Live, the last segment every day? Uh, yeah, I, I go last segment because I'm driving to work. I'm actually parking right now. Oh, okay, that's great. No one cares. Listen, let me ask you a question, Chan. Um, <laughs> Chan, when you so you watch this, you're parking, you're driving. You have the show. I'm, part of my being old at times. How are you watching this on Facebook Live in your car? Like, what do you do? Well, I got the Bluetooth on, so I got like surround sound in my car, and then I have the Facebook on my. On my phone. I know I'm not supposed to be watching and driving, but I am. No, that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah that's, keep that down. Yeah. That's a little insane, dude. Oh, wait, do you have like one of those things on your air conditioning vent that clips your phone? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I have like a, a little spot where I put my phone. It's like perfect in my car. Oh, okay. All right, here. No, um, my brother-in-law was telling me about this gimmick that's coming out. I don't know much about technology. Some kind of Apple. A lot of cars have this Apple interface or something in the cars now. Where you could just basically do your Twitter from your car, like you know, and you could do anything Apple, like from your car, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're they're beginning to have that in the new cars, the new Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundai or whatever mm-hmm. that's called. They're gonna have that, yeah. So you got the yeah. the the uh, Facebook app. Is that what you watch the show on? Uh, yeah, it's on the Facebook app, and uh, I watch it on there at the end. But um, the whole show, I do it on the Radio.com. The app or the Facebook Live? Yeah. You watch the it. App, or you yeah. watch the show on, on. How do you watch it? I listen on the Radio.com uh, app, and then well, because I'm driving to work. But and then once Facebook Live comes on, then I put it on that, so that way I can watch the video. Eden Oscar, Apple AirPlay test. Thank you. Uh, also, we have uh, Pete Scala, Apple AirPlay, Apple CarPlay, I should say. That's what it's called, Apple CarPlay. Yes, CarPlay Jones. Got it. That got it. Got it. Thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, look, Chairman, how can I help you? Okay. <laughs> so, there's, uh, I have a question slash comment about commentators. Uh, growing up, I watched Gorilla Monsoon, uh, Bobby Heenan, and then years later I watched Vince McMahon. Um, I used to love Vince McMahon and his antics. He used to be like, oh, come on, I know, he's great. No, he's yeah, fun, and then the, 
No, it's good stuff. Anyways, then, then years later, when I watched ECW, there would be uh, women fighting. Joey Styles would go, <laughs> you know? Yes, I know. So, like, I always had a theory uh, that Joey Styles was doing like a little homage to Vince McMahon. I think oh it's you know, uh, What's that? Yeah, yeah. I figured since you know Joey Styles, of course. And you guys are friends. I wonder if you knew anything about him doing an homage. Well, I know Joey Styles, and I obviously know Vince McMahon. I mean, come on. Oh boy. So anyway, sorry. Take two. And I know Vince McMahon. Uh, and I said, as I said, I know Joey Styles. And I obviously, I know Vince McMahon. Those damn Spice Girls. Dennis, stop that funny. Stop laughing. Dennis, get back to work. <laughs> Damn you, sound effects store. Oh, damn Spice Girls, Chan, man. All right, so what is your question, Chan? Please, you're taking all my morning here. What, how can I help you? You want to know if there's an homage from Joey to uh, to Vince, right? Yeah, yeah. I've always had a theory that Joey Stubbs, for some reason, uh, took a little bit of that, uh, and then when he did the, there uh, the is his a, stuff. There is a great chance you're right. I don't know. I've never heard Joey. I could, I'll ask Joey. I'll text him later, and I'll... And uh, he'll tell me, and I'll let you guys know. Maybe Joey will come on the show eventually. He's back. He's in the regular business world right now. He's, like, so removed from the wrestling business. So, um, you know, some of those independent promoters had to um, be so PC. And uh, Joey said something in a promo, and they made it like the guy, you know, uh, murdered 50,000 people. Um, like oh, he's, a, he's a serial killer or something. So, And uh, they, they got all pissy and and next thing you know, Joey said, F this, I'm getting the frig out of here, and I'm done with this wrestling So that's kind of, that's what happens with uh, when people, uh, especially some of these promoters that aren't grateful to what Joey brought to the table for them. But I digress. So, yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, that's, messed that's up. the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And that's why, um, you know, that's why, uh, you know what? Um, yeah, let me just. I'm, I'm saving that commentary for another time, Chan, man. So, yeah, I'll ask Joe. I'll ask him. I'll find out for sure. I, there's a good chance he might have did that for that. I don't know where he came up with the calf fight. It might have just been something because Joey understood how crazy everything was in ECW back then, and Joey was the sole voice, as you know. So there's a good chance Joey just did it to do something crazy too, you know, because Joey was is a very colorful character, as you know. So that that could have been uh, that could have been the gimmick right there. And as uh, usual, uh, Chan Man on the uh, Facebook, <laughs> Chan is pretty cool. Uh, you guys are right. So uh, there you go, Chan Man, double dipping Jones right there, Chan Man. Oh wow, uh, there's another <laughs> Chan Man on the Facebook. Wow, that's, that's pretty cool. All right, get out of here, you knucklehead. I'll talk to you later. Uh, I love you guys. Uh, be good, brother. Thanks, man, for everything. There you go, Chan Man, double dipping Jones. Look at this guy. Next year he'll be on mic here. Put my mic on. He's doing everything. Unbelievable. Uh, what else? Anything else I got to talk about, Dennis? You've been awfully quiet. I noticed on uh, face on the uh, on the social media on the Twitter, you uh, and look, you got that look in your face like, oh, sh what did I do? Oh man, chubby kid, hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> hand the mama caught me with the hand in the cookie jar. Uh, if I had a nickel for every time uh, my hand was yeah. in the cookie jar. Yeah, you've been busy uh, messing around on Twitter. I couldn't help but notice you're. Doing a lot of gifts and gifts and jives with the fans of the Taz show while you're supposed to be working, right? Is that true? Confirmed. Yes. Yes. I noticed. What's going on with that? That's a new thing for you. Once in a while, I like to mix it up when uh, <laughs> when mix something funny <laughs> when something funny happens, like your uh, your analogy earlier. 
what was this? Oh, the sex you, Yeah, you were talking about wrestling and sex. And yeah, it's, it's a correlation between sex and wrestling. And then, uh, and, you know, you got some, some comedians who, who enjoy your show mm. who think that uh, the roommate and I would benefit from taking a couple lessons from Taz. <laughs> so now I got I to gotta mix it up with these jamokes. Okay, look, at, I, I don't need to get in any <laughs> coaching, overseeing... <laughs> Of anything that you do with your roommate. That's your prerogative, your business, sir. I am not a life coach. I'm not a sex coach. So that's not what I'm doing. I could teach you how to do a chicken wing or a headlock, front face lock, maybe even some sort of a suplex. Those are wrestling moves, right? Yes, these are wrestling moves, yes. But in a wrestling contest, okay? <laughs> not apartment wrestling. Yeah, I'm talking about in the ring. I'm not talking about what they do in the apartment sometimes, some of these people. You know what I mean? These people! Get out of the apartment, get in the ring, you freak! Freak! Roy in England, you're on the Taz show. How can I help you? Uh, just want to put you over. And before I do, I just want to say first time, long time. Oh, my Lord. All the way from the UK. Interesting. I ain't a yam bag with that one. How are you, pal? Oh, I'm good. I just, uh, Where you been all my life? Where you been, bro? What's going on? Are you new to the show? What's your story? No, I've been watching for about... Well, watching and listening since... Uh, since the captain, Dave. Oh, I remember him. Um, awesome, brother. Well, I appreciate that. All right, what's going on, man? Well, I was watching the network, and they've got all like the uh, lead up to uh, the first packages, first ECW packages. Oh, the first. So I was trying to get. Well, you got something going on. What do you got? What are you driving a high low forklift? What do you got going on back there? Oh, I'm a welder, so there's loads of stuff going on, grinders and everything. So. I couldn't understand you, sir. You, you're taking my language of English and destroying it. Hello. All right. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> no, no, I was just, just saying, like, watching through the old ECW, trying to get me mate to watch it, and oh, he's yeah. having none of it. Oh, oh I got you. All right, Roy, all right, cool. What's going on, buddy? Well, I just want to see what you should advise my mate to watch from old ECW that might, might catch his interest. All right, what's going on? What, just that? Oh, no, because I keep hearing, it's hard, I keep hearing the slamming, like someone's, like, loading carpet onto, like, a truck. It sounds. No, it's loading stuff onto benches where I'm working. Like all metal. Oh, okay, you're building a bench. Yeah, oh, that bench fell. I think that <laughs> sounded bad. Yeah, it did. Yeah. That was that. What happened there, Roy? Jeez, oh, Jiminy Crickets. All right, so uh, let's get back to the question at hand because it sounds a little more quiet now. So your mates never watched ECW, but you did. Yeah, no, I watch it, but um, no, I'll, he just won't get into it. He won't give it a chance. He won't give it a chance. I just wondered if there was anything that I could advise him to watch. Tonight. Oh, why wouldn't he give it a chance? How old is this guy, this chap? How old is he? He's 30. Okay. Well, what did you go on? The WWE Network, try to smarten this kid up? Yeah, we've both got the network, but it's just, it just won't even give it a chance. Well, that's ridiculous. I don't know what to. I don't know what to advise him to watch to get him into it because I'm not Oh man, I you know I I mean there's so many you know great matches, so many great talents from ECW. <laughs> I mean there's yeah, I mean there's so much. I mean if he's did he even try? I don't know. I mean I think it was because of the like the the resurgence type ECW from when WWE tried it. Yeah. I don't think you're going to turn them. I think, eh, whatever. Maybe, maybe. Tell them to watch the really good stuff from ECW, like the uh, 
uh, stuff uh, that when WWE did the invasion stuff, the, the rebirth of ECW, that was really good. Will you stop? I'm sorry. <laughs> Sarcastic. Sorry about that, Roy. I, I am anyway, Thanks for calling, but it's hard to hear you. You got all that stuff going on behind you. You got your building benches. You got carpet on the bench. I don't know what kind of bench you're building and what people do on these benches. But you got a carpet going on there, and uh, and it was loud. And you got that that you're butchering the English language. That's a whole nother story. So that that's a problem in itself. Uh, now let's call it a day. Nando Queens, you're on the Taz show. What's up, pal? Good moment, Taz. Good moment, lumberjack. How's everything? Good moment, buddy. Good moment. And now uh, I just want to get my off the hooks and just one little comment of what Dean Ambrose did. Like I thought it was very funny, and what how Michael Cole reacted to him. But let me give you my off the hooks because I know it's uh, short on time. Let's go. All right, Native American uh, ladder match. Uh, the Braves, the Redskins, the Blackhawks, the Chiefs, the Florida State Seminoles, and the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Yeah. All right, match number two. So wait, you, wait, so you went against the rules. That's what you did, Nando. You went no, against the rules. Yeah, I saw what you did there. No, no, go ahead. Break it down because I'm doing, I'm using the logos. The, you know, the I Redskins. I know, logos, my friend. No, no, homeboy, listen. You are using logos. I know you're doing that right, and that was all. You had a nice title on that. Was nice too, but it's supposed to be one v one, one versus one. You did a ladder match. Oh, I'm sorry, but my next old school match is a one on one match, and then I have a, and then uh, my, and then my last main event is like okay. a homer match. So no problem. Go, ahead, go for all it. All right. I'm sorry about that. My right. bad. Oh no, that's okay, bro. Don't be sorry. It's just, it's just, you know, we're just <laughs> and giggles. Yeah, continue. All right. No, and then match number two is old school baseball jerseys, the Chicago White Sox. I don't know if you remember. With the sir, 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 Nando, this is another mistake. Because we're not doing uniforms. We're just doing logos. You can't do jerseys versus no, jerseys. They, they used to rock the old. That was used to be their but, logo. But, bro, I know. But it's not. It, you, if you're saying jerseys, that's different than the logo. Because okay, no, no, Nando, Nando, Nando. Now, let's say in two months, I want to do off the hook. So we take a, a poll. We do polls sometimes. Let's say we do a poll that it's like, hey, let's should we do sports uniforms off the hook? Now it's different because you're encompassing logos in sports uniforms. All right. So uh, you know what? I, I'll do what Dennis doesn't do. I apologize. We'll scratch that off. I'm not and sorry. Now I my apologize last match for then nothing. Will be the yeah. Borough, Borough match, the New, uh, Brooklyn Dodgers, New York Mets, New York Yankees, and New York Giants. It's a four-way. Dude, you're supposed four to do one-on-one. -on -one. Every one of these is... is uh, sir, just because you're a police officer doesn't mean you, you can't live by the rules. No, you know what? Honestly, I, I guess, I, you know, like I said, I made a mistake. I apologize. You made three mistakes, sir. <laughs> you didn't make one. You made three. What? You did, you did like my first mistake. I know, but listen, I like all the matches. I just, they don't fit into the rules of the game. All right. You know what? I, 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 so, you know what? I totally. Don't worry about it. Tell me about Dean Ambrose, please. Let's move on. What no, happened with I'm Dean sorry. Ambrose? And then, yeah. you know what? I liked when Dean Ambrose finished interviewing one of the wrestlers for the main event. He threw it back to Cole saying, back to you, Gorilla. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. a, a lot of that stuff that he did. Will you stop? I mean, I, I got to tell you, and thank you, Nando, for calling. A lot of the stuff Dean did there on the mic, he's trying to be funny. It's, I don't know if it's getting over. I mean, what do you think, Dennis? I don't know if a lot of people, I don't know. I mean. I was telling Ant pre-show that I actually, I didn't think I would. I actually kind of do enjoy Dean's hokey. Do you really? I don't know why, but it, it it's it's some of it's okay. I, I I try. He's different, which is good. That's to his credit. He's different uh, than anybody else there, and he, that makes him memorable. You know what I mean? So, um, hmm. I don't know. I some of the stuff is a little. Uh, uh, some of the stuff's a little. You know, 
I don't know. I think it beats the like the lunatic fringe. I, I'd rather him be more jokey than like insane. Because uh. Tamia, well, I always mess up her name. Is Tamia? Tamia, right? I said it right. I always mess it up. Uh, I'm just calling her Tammy. No, she get mad. Tamia Wu said, "I prefer Dean on the mic versus Dean in the ring." Wow. She did some kind of an, uh, an icon, an avatar. What do you call it? Emoji. Yeah, thank you, emoji. I, yeah, exactly. No one cares. I always mess the name of example. Sting is the so icon. She makes, thank you. She makes, a, she makes a, a point. Some people don't like Dean's in-ring work, and that's what Tamia is saying. Okay. Uh, was that Austin saying Dean is so over? Um, you know. So we got a lot of uh, a lot of the Facebook Live people. I'm not, I don't see any blue thumbs up. I'm over here putting you guys over. The people, the gimmick chat, they're like, yo, how about some love for us? And meanwhile, I don't see any thumbs up, and I'm over here putting you guys over. And the, the poor gimmick chat people, they're, they're struggling. They're struggling, uh, you know, uh, you know, running uphill with, uh, you know, with like a half a foot and, uh, you know, a box of crayons. You know what I mean? 64. You know what I mean? That's, that's a good off the hook. Favorite crayon color. It's actually not bad. That's when we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Trust me. <laughs> Late August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you got nothing else. Crayon colors off the How hook. many times can we talk about the Mets and the Yankees? That's we need something else. Crayon colors off the hooks is actually very good. Nando will give all 64. <laughs> so I got an elimination chamber match. Uh, let me look real quick here at the uh, at the gimmick chat. I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to, to talk to both people. Oh, this, this will be fun. First, this is the first. Uh, Dean, uh, Dean is not always funny. Uh, Montclair St. Clair on the gimmick chat. Uh, you know, uh, Human Inc. on the gimmick chat said, at least he apologized. Who's he, sir? Please. Pronouns. Watch the pronouns. That's the problem with the gimmick chat. Too many pronouns. Now we jump over here to the, uh, gimmick, to the Facebook Live. We got, um, who we got? We got Matthew, uh, Matthew Rudd. Crayola cage match. Uh, not bad. Not bad. I, I don't like this game. I, I don't want to read both. I'm done. I, I don't want to. I actually don't want to read both. All right, I'm going to do a little SmackDown uh, preview first here, and then we'll wrap this bitch up. Was there anything else? Dennis, think hard here. I know it's hard for you. The on Raw that you think I should have mentioned, that you want to mention, you can too, as the biz dev guy, if you want to. Oh, they're in Fresno time. I love Fresno. That save Monsanto is a nice... No, I do. I love... No, no it was just where you were talking, and then you just transit. I know. Well, because I, oh, I, I didn't know where Fresno. they were. I just read where they are. I'm like, wow, I do like Fresno. Fresno is one of my favorite towns to go to. Um, One of the best sushi joints you're going to find, dude. Pop I Rock do. Sushi. It's called Pop oh. Rock... No, I, I've been it, there. But... I trust you because you, you used the name. It wasn't just... It's good sushi. When you dude, no. when you name drop, you know it's good sushi. It's in this little shopping center. Anybody from Fresno will know what I'm talking about. It's in this little <laughs> shopping center right near Fresno State uh, University, right near the arena. Very close to the football stadium, which is awesome. The stadium's like almost in a pit. Yeah, yeah. The Bulldogs, a big fan of their stuff, right? They have a really, really good um, bookstore. Not bookstore. It's um, a pro shop for all, all Fresno State sports gear, you know? And right near it in the same shopping center is this sushi joint, man. And I would go and get lunch sushi in there. And holy crap. I th- yeah, it's Pop Rock Sushi. Maybe GTS that. See if it's still around. I'm giving them a free plug over here. I'm going to get in trouble for my boss. But um, excellent, excellent sushi. Anybody who's in that Fresno area, you go into the show, check it out. Tell them Taz sent you. You'll get nothing off your meal. So um, it was really good. Pop Rock Sushi, I think it was. Where's There's it? one called Sushi in Pop. They maybe maybe they changed the name. Or maybe I'm wrong. There's a Pop Rock Sushi in Las Vegas. 
Okay, I confused the towns. Yes, so what just happened? I thought so. God, God is coming through the window. Dude, when you're looking at the window and we're in Manhattan in a freaking skyscraper. <laughs> that that and, one's on me. And, the, and I'm looking at your face and you're like, oh, God, I think there's a blimp coming right out the friggin' window. The Hindenburg. <laughs> Don't do that, dude. Uh, it's just the, the, the gimmick. Whatever. This whole place is falling apart. Perfect time. Look at time. It, it happened. Perfect time. All right, real quick, then I'm wrapping up here. SmackDown, Preview Jones. They're in Fresno. I told you where to get sushi. Uh, Kevin Owens gets his rematch uh, for the U.S. Championship against uh, the Jericho. The Charlotte and uh, Naomi in a tag match against Natalia and Carmella. That's pretty decent. Randy Orton looks for some uh, revenge against Mahal. So I'm looking forward to seeing this. Randy Orton... I could see Randy maybe being in a uh, handicap match. Jones against what I would do is put Randy Orton in a handicap against the Singh brothers, and I'd put Jinder Mahal on guest commentary. Aha, aha, aha. That's what I would do. You don't like that idea? I know what we'll be seeing later. Yeah, maybe. We might be. And uh, also, they have Brazango, our number contenders for the Uso SmackDown tag team titles. So we shall see what happens. Keep those titles on the Usos for as long as you can. Those guys are legit, big fan of their stuff, and that's that. Listen, guys, thank you very much, everybody, for getting the show trending for as long as you guys got it trending. I appreciate that very much, all of us here, the whole team, from Cowboy to myself to to Anthony, Seth from afar, Brian, Brian from afar, and, of course, Dennis. We all, all appreciate that, you guys keeping it hot. That's really cool. And thanks for everybody who called the show or interacted on social media with yours truly and everybody else on the show here that you interacted with. Thank you so much. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll be back tomorrow. All right, I'm Taz, you're not. Adios. Yeah, yeah. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same, cuz we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up. I wanna go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids' meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering where the party at, cuz all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. So go and pour another drink just to get. Stay. I'm hoping I won't